Should we talk about the elephant in the room? Happy holidays. We got a holiday pillow. If you're on audio, you don't care. But if you're on visual, <laughs> you see what we're holding up. We got a new pillow. I think that's our thing now. Ever since we got like the fancy little pillow for Halloween, we need to incorporate one holiday pillow for every single holiday of the year. <laughs> it is a handmade wool pillow that says it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I got it as an Instagram ad. Some of you probably did too. And it was over $100. <laughs> and it's so it's small the size of binder paper <laughs> it's so small but you know what it's cute and it's really well made and it's not mm -hmm. aggressive like especially christmas yeah. where we're not gonna go in as much as we did for the holidays right it's it's like the perfect amount of subtle exactly and it's still it's not just red and green it has like rainbow colors in the middle too it's small enough to where like it could always just sit on something small and not be annoying in your face so right. whatever tis the season cute. we're just trying tis to be cute season. Oh my god, this is the best kombucha flavor. The pink pink lady apple. Yes. That's pretty good. Oh, it's my favorite. Okay. What are you drinking? What is Okay, oh. wait, wait. I'm drinking so we got these at this little market down the street from us. And there's a few different flavors, but they're non alcoholic, gluten free teas, but they're hops. So like if you drink beer, you know there's hops and beer. And these are hoppy teas and there's different flavors. This one is a whole leaf black tea oh i was excited to try this one the hop flavor is simcoe and citra or the hop that's the hop flower sorry i'm really excited we had one the other night that was it was like a calm one i think it was a green tea oh nice and chamomile yeah that one was that good. one was really good let's see this has 70 milligrams of caffeine oh that's good that's a good amount yeah oh my god i love it it tastes like a hoppy beer is it better than the chamomile oh my god i love it I like this way more than the chamomile. It's so good. Oh, the black tea with it. Because you you could get a black tea beer. Like that is a normal yeah. base flavor for craft beers at least. Like there's always some like herbal influence. Right. And this is it. But no alcohol. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love this. Ho I love okay. It. Sorry. The brand is called um, Hop Hoplark. H-O-P-L-A-R-K. And they're called sparkling hop teas. This is not sponsored. Wish it was though. Yeah, I wish it was. Um, okay, so this one is called the really hoppy one. And it is it tastes like a hoppy beer. Yeah. And if you don't like hops, it's you're usually like you love or hate hoppy beers. Right. Um, you probably won't like this, but fuck, this is good. It's so good. That's delicious. I like these for like we could take that to a party and people yeah. like it looks like you're drinking a beer right now. The label looks beery. I've always wanted to try like that kind of placebo effect, like go into a social setting with something like this and see if I'm able specifically like with my social anxiety, I usually lean on a beer or two to like loosen up mm -hmm. and not be afraid in social situations. Yeah. So I have always wanted to try doing this and see if it like tricks my brain into thinking I'm like a little looser. For sure. And people will still like treat you the same because they're going to think you're drinking right. too. It and might. It's, it's worth a try. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it next house party that we go to. That's the thing. We just Never don't been go to it. a lot. <laughs> we went to one. Never been to a house party. We literally went to one. My lips are so chapped right now. Here, look. Before I put my chapstick on. Look at that. Oh, yeah. You're a little dry. Oh, very dry. They feel like they have like a film over them. I don't know what to do. I'm just putting on hella aquaphor. This is yeah. crazy. This weather's crazy. Ew. I literally just ate some. Um, 
Ew, aquaphor too. No, yeah. That, I'm going to throw up. Give me a sec. Um, I walked to Trader Joe's this morning to get the first half of Thanksgiving shopping done, which I'm really glad I did. Yeah. Now that I like came back with that whole bag, I'm like, that's going to make this week so much easier. By the way, I only spent $130. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. And that was, was that really half of everything you needed to get? Yeah. I, more. More than half. Wow. The, the, the rest of the stuff I have to get is just like stuff that I preferred getting like closer to the event and the turkey which will be expensive but that's a given um but yeah i was walking and it was 32 degrees like i really am out here running errands in 32 degree weather like that's how you live in new york it's so crazy. It's so crazy to think about. And I know you guys are probably sick, You're of, probably us, so sick of it. Oh so my God. sick of us talking about the weather. But you guys, this has been the one thing that is going to be such a drastic change in our life. Like, yep, we're just not used to this. We're not like we go to Tahoe once a season. Yeah, maybe. And that's it. But like we escape it. And this is our life now. And we can't escape it. Yeah. I, I'm glad I'm still like pushing myself to go run errands and shit. I was scared right. that I was going to get too comfy. Like end of summer when we started getting those like fall days ever so often yep. and we were like, I want to stay inside all day. I was kind of scared we were going to fall into that, but I don't think we are. No, I don't think so. Like I, I forced myself to go out Saturday and I went for a walk and like I did my whole thing that day and it was really nice. Right. I loved being outside. I was cold as fuck. I had to wait a half hour for my table to be ready at, at breakfast so I like kind of walked around and I just like took shelter in the Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. down the street. Were you, were you not dressed for the cold? No, I was. I just like standing out there for 30 minutes like I needed, right. you know. I layered up because I walked like 10 blocks. I had a full scarf. I wrapped it not only around my neck, but around like my up to like my nose. Like I put it over yeah. my face, my big puffer, a thermal underneath that. And I was okay. So I feel like if we're going to go out and enjoy the cold, as long as we're layered up. Right. As long as we prepare. It's like the same thing. It's like going out on a normal day. You just have to wear a little bit more clothes. It's definitely a little weird not being able to like get up and just go. Like you do have to like layer up real quick. Like you can't just like run out the door. And I need a, um, I need like an everyday going out of the house jacket because everything I have is nicer. Yeah. I have things that I have been throwing on are like my leather and my it's like a nice blazer, like thick blazer. Yeah. But I want something a little more casual. And warmer. Those are very warm. Oh, really? Yeah. You should get a like a black puffer. Yeah. That urban one that you wanted. Remember? What if it's still there? Which one? Like a while ago. Was that urban? And you like looked online. You're like, should I get it? Is it worth it? And I was like, we're moving. You need it. Maybe. I hope I find the one that Do you know what I'm talking, talking about? about? Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Aritzia has really good ones, too. Yeah. I've heard those are, like, worth the money. Yeah. For, like, actual cold terrain. Super Puff? Is that what they're called? I don't know. Super Puff? I don't know. We'll find one. So, you're listening to this on Monday, I'm assuming, at least. While you're listening to this, Alex and I are currently on a conference call. Business call. Business only. <laughs> girl bossing. We are probably on a call with our ASB president and vice president of our high school because we're starting to plan our high school reunion, you guys. 10 year high school reunion. Doesn't that sound crazy? We're pretty much dead. Old. Like we're old. We're grandparents. That's crazy. We we're graduated high school 10 years ago and we're gonna look back on this and be like oh remember our first reunion when we thought that was so old da, da, da. it's crazy 10 years it flew by i feel like i graduated probably like four years ago i i could confidently say like six like it feels like six for me i don't know but a few years ago probably like two or three years ago alex and i 
had this moment we're like dude our reunion's coming up in 2023 how crazy is that and we actually called her, her name is nicole the president and she's like one of our the friends president too. The pre- she's the president <laughs> of the united states i don't know if you know her um and we were like dude the high school union like what are we gonna do for it she's like well we still have time but like we'll, she's like guys it's in three years like we we'll, we'll cross that path when we get there and it that feels like that was only like six months ago yeah so now we're here. There was an Instagram account that Alex saw that followed you. I'm assuming that's how you saw it. No, it was in one of those, you know, when you're typing through stories and it's like recommended accounts. Oh. It was one of those. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. So they didn't even follow me. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't think they, they only they followed, don't follow anybody. Yeah. They only followed them. Yeah. Um, she was like, dude, oh my God, CPHS, blah, blah, blah. Um, Instagram account, like, is this real? I immediately texted Nicole and I was like, is this you? She's like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I was going to text you, like, let the planning begin. And we are so excited. We're taking this so seriously. I want this to be such a real event that's, like, worth everybody coming home. Yep. Because I, I was looking on TikTok about, I, I literally searched high school reunions and, like, people were, like, making fun of theirs, saying that they were bunk, that they didn't even want to go, that right. it was, like in a like a room with folding tables and like a raffle like we want to make this a night to remember yeah like we never we like we always talk about prom we always talk yep. about all like our senior class was really like cool like we always we partied we, partied. we were always in uh, like really involved in like spirit week so we want this to feel like that again yeah and we like we're hoping that everyone's is just like just as excited I as know. we are we're gonna we're gonna put all our effort into making it the night of everyone's lives we hope people come yeah <laughs> nicole made a good point that like we need to you know still make it casual enough to we're not like intimidating people right but still make it worth it for the people who are traveling out of town that don't live in the bay anymore so it is this line we're walking i don't know i think we just need to start with a head count yeah if you guys even care to fucking hear this you're gonna <laughs> honestly whether you care or not you are going to hear about all yeah. this because i'm sure this is going to be our passion child for the next probably six months right so starting with the location and the head count if you are listening to this and we went to high school with you hello please please come and please spread the word we gotta make i'm this just dope. like so excited to see everyone me too i'm so pumped about that and uh we were talking about this yesterday too like there's a part of me that's so excited about that but then there's a part of me that also understands not everybody else is going to be as excited for that because we have social media now and Everybody knows what everybody's doing. Yep. We can't escape each other's lives unless you're not like there's obviously like a select amount that's not on social media, but like a majority of people do see people from their past in on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. And I'm still excited to like be in person with people, but I I fear that there's going to be a crowd that's like, why would I go? I already know like that they do this, they do that. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want people to come so bad. I want people to come so bad. I want to see everyone. Exactly. If you're listening and you have had your high school reunion already, can you give us some tips and tricks of like what your favorite parts were? Also, serious question. If you're somebody who's like would never go to your high school reunion, why? Yeah, let us know why. Because I like if if there's like a common answer there, like maybe we can like, I don't know, like they're like the food always sucks. Like, boom, we're going to have five star food. You know, like what if there's something we could do to pull the crowd that's like, fuck that, I'm not going. Right. And like how much time in advance? I don't know. That's more logistic. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I was thinking like 
there's probably a lot of people out there who just like don't want to put the effort into like planning like maybe people from out of town so like okay we want to make sure that everyone has ample time and like I don't know all the information to like figure out whether or not they want to go like yeah. I don't want any of this to be like a last minute stressful exactly I think yeah. that's I think that's why we're in a good position right now right we're talking to we, Cole we, and we are on pretty fine advance <laughs> we're gonna figure out head count we'll get a little Facebook group going get the head count get the budget start with the venue start big work small there's gonna be such a big dance floor the DJ's gonna be fire we're about to be so drunk it's gonna be a shit show so in the best way possible i'm gonna fight everyone i'm gonna fight everyone i hate it <laughs> a lot of the people from our class are like in serious relationships yeah. and married and right. have kids and we want me, no kids <laughs> no kids me Kristen, and brie are literally just gonna show up like wreaking havoc it's like single no kids hey guys yep like, <laughs> did you miss us? i'll just be clamped the whole night <laughs> exactly yeah if like kids have to end up coming for whatever reason like they're gonna have vote, a blast i'm gonna give them alcohol <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's like, i'm kidding about that but that is a perfect segue <laughs> to get into what we're talking oh, about today yeah, yeah, yeah but we'll get to that in a sec so it's not really a segue but it's like foreshadowing you know We'll let you know how all of this planning goes. We're excited. <laughs> this is going to like, maybe we've just needed something to plan. Yeah. We're This is what we're good at. We are good at this shit. We're good at coordinating and planning and really bringing a vision to life. Yep. So it's going to be a good one. Watch us work. Actually sitting here like this. So we've been watching the morning show. Oh my God. It's on. <laughs> Do you feel like. <laughs> I feel like a, like a news anchor. <laughs> Don't yeah. you? No, not like you say that. Like I'm like, I need to sit up no, straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the morning show is so good we've heard we've heard about it before it's on apple tv and we just finally turned it on the other night and it's, it's so, so fucking good. good i'm hooked i i remember i think the first season was 2018 2019 and i remember billboards around la oh i remember seeing jennifer right. aniston reese witherspoon and i totally thought it was just a comedy so i never watched it i thought it was a movie and i thought it was a comedy interesting and then seeing that it's a very serious show that's so good like i'm obsessed steve carell's in it too and they play relatively serious characters which is cool to see right yeah you usually see them well steve carell is serious in the patient i'll give him that but you see them in like a silly wrong-hearted vibe yeah like the, generally speaking so it's it's such a good show it's like uh it's about it's like the behind the scenes of what goes on at a news uh company uh, uh they call it something it's the morning show and it's a news show it's a news firm, broadcast uh, company um news anchor that's a person that's a person news they call it something who's fred he owns the uh oh he runs the uh hold on network network oh! <laughs> network also you know what i can't stop thinking about since you said it the fact that um billboards have like the ability to make you remember like what was on the billboard but they're not uh like conveying the correct information like you thought it was a movie and a comedy why aren't billboards able to like inform you of the correct information maybe it's just me though <laughs> like maybe because I, I like i said it's because i it's how you associated i look. those actors yeah and it was like bright and yellow and it said and right, they, and they were like, like that they were so smiling. like that's intentional the, yeah. like the use of color and stuff like right. they they could have very easily made it like i mean i would call it like, like navy a, blue yeah yeah huh should we tell them it, it makes the me show actually the advertising 
You should just quit your job. Try it. <laughs> I should. Actually, I was talking to, I had a, um, a session with my psychic mm. last week and we were talking a little bit about career and she's like, that's so interesting. Like I see you in a creative field, but I really don't see you um, in graphic design. Like I'm not seeing it in your future for some reason, but I see a lot of books. Like, do you write or anything? And I was like, no. And she was like, have you ever considered like creative writing and I swear to God, literally like the day before I had, I was brushing my teeth and I had an idea for a poem and I had net, like, I was like, what the hell? And it like literally just like popped in my head, went away. I never, I was never good at writing in high school. Like I've never even considered creative writing, but I had like this weird, like inkling about a poem. And I had told her about that. And she was like, follow that. Like, there's a reason like why we get these little bursts of creativity and energy. And my therapist has also been, um, trying to get me to write as well like journaling and everything and I do a little bit I try to write down my dreams I've written like a few letters but it's I don't know it's it's interesting and like I haven't stopped thinking about it have you tried no. did you ever write that you should write that start with a poem yeah the one that you had in your head when you're brushing your teeth just start there the thing with writing like to get into it it could be really intimidating but at least for me like I write every day but it's not always something deep it's not always about my feelings like sometimes I'll just like doodle or even just writing my to-do list for the next day right is it's still a way to just like get thoughts out of your head period yeah no matter the degree I like it a lot I mean you see that that one notepad like or a notebook it's it's everything yeah it's I have some like if I ever lost it I'd be fucked <laughs> I have some like dark shit in there but then I also have like my shopping list for Thanksgiving right it, and every page is so different so start with something like that I need to get a notebook yeah that's I don't a, have actually the only notebook I have was one that my ex got me yeah I should get rid of that get rid of that yeah. yeah that's that's not good it's um that's half the fun for me is getting a notebook that like I'm excited to open and right. it's like pretty and get like yeah. a nice pen guys send me links for good like notebook companies i personally like a spiral yes i don't like, i want a spiral i don't like moleskins i do in theory and i have one but i hate writing in them because i like the pa- i want to turn i want to turn it and i want a flat clean surface that i can write yep like comfortably on so yeah send, send her spiral send me spiral notebooks that i can journal in and, and college rules and write poems and books because apparently i'm going to be a world An famous author author when Watch i grow out. up colleen hoover <laughs> scoot over <laughs> do you like college ruled or wide ruled college thank god yeah so. i'm not four if you like wide ruled grow up grow up <laughs> on that note what are you wearing what is your song of the day um i'm actually wearing new socks guys get a load of this whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. they're just uh uh what is this tie-dye tie-dye socks they're like little like pink cloud, pink and blue cloud tie-dye socks and um, sweats that are Tessa Brooks's yep. and my Gothic Mocha's hoodie. I think this is Scott's actually. <laughs> <laughs> you miss them. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I wonder if we'll watch this. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he probably okay. misses me too no damn near <laughs> um no y'all text for sure <laughs> okay what am i wearing um uh weed socks and then these pants that i thrifted that are like wrestling boxing pants that are just kind of like funky like 90s graphic yeah and then uh cropped thermal actually i cropped it so it wasn't it wasn't born cropped was uh, it long it was long it was like waist level thermal that says what does it say alex zermatt switzerland yeah you said it thank you maybe it's a place I, i'm assuming because there's mountains 
on it. Comment down below if you're from Zermont, Switzerland. Ooh, guess what, guys? What? Cautious Clay dropped a song. Oh, it's good. It's really good. Is that your song of the day? Yeah. It's called Lip Service by Cautious Clay. Lip Service. Woohoo! Oh. Sexy. What? I, I went woohoo and my phone unplugged. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I know for sure, like 100% for sure, we said this as a song of the day before, but I think it was your song of the day. And now oh. that you showed me it, I like it. Um, Talk Me Out of It by Olivia uh, Cole. Yeah. So she's on what show? Um, She's on Cruel Summer. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about it in our hella Zoom call for the hella tier. And she's an actress and does music? Yeah. I don't know. She's fire, Yeah, she's though. an actress. And I don't know if she, like, dropped a whole album or maybe, like, a couple songs. But the song is so cute. I I was listening to the, that song's radio uh, this morning. And yeah. it's like, woo! It makes you, like... I love life. Yes. I'm just a young girl. Single in New York. Like, that's that's what it felt like. It was, yep. like, Fletcher, like, all the oh, yeah. Olivia O'Brien, like, that genre. I that love would. it. I eat that shit up. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I keep touching my nose. It will not stop running. I should get a tissue. Are you sick? Do you want some elderberry gummies? Uh, I don't feel sick. I think I'm just, like, my nose is running. Interesting. The cold? Maybe. Am I sick? I swear to God, Fuck. if you get sick before Thanksgiving. You know, that was a thing growing up, like, Everybody knew it was coming. I would always be sick on Thanksgiving and then I couldn't taste anything. Weren't you sick last Thanksgiving? No, last Christmas. Last Christmas. I got the roni baloney. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm good. Guys, I'm good. Chill, everybody. Okay, before we start today's episode, we're going to take a quick break for a new sponsor, you guys. We're so excited to have this new sponsor. It is Base, the luggage brand by Shea Mitchell. It is the cutest luggage you've ever seen. It's not dorky. No. There's so many luggages that luggages, lug, luggage eye, luggage. <laughs> what are plural luggages? Luggage. Luggage. <laughs> <laughs> that are so like clunky and like, I'm going on a business trip. Like, this are, is like sleek, professional. Yes. Like, you know, when you want to look cute when you go to the airport. Yeah. And you have, you lay out your out, your outfit for the airport the night before 100 percent, and this just like brings it to another level now it's yep. an accessory it's not like oh my outfit's popping and like here's my luggage from 1968 <laughs> okay i'm i know i'm not the only one but even if i go somewhere for a weekend i pack like i'm going for three months 100 i want options i need options i'm throwing everything in there i want one of every color i basically pack my whole closet yeah, same but we all know that freaking 50 pound weight limit that we have for carry-ons and i'm not about to spend an extra hundred bucks right base is also cool because they have the weight indicators on the actual luggage which will really save you because you don't know how many times i have overpacked for a weekend trip thinking i'm going somewhere for three months yeah i always think like the people at the desk that check me in are like oh like are you backpacking through europe for the rest of your life i'm like no no i'm literally going home to like see my mom and then for three days right that's it each luggage has the 360 degree rotating wheels which is another luxury i remember when i really felt like an adult was the day that i got luggage that i could spin and like roll standing up next to you that that's class yeah that is the only class i have in my body it's so (laughs) chic yes (laughs) and all of their luggages come in multiple sizes and colors so there's really something for everybody we just got the weekender bag which is nice because they have an area underneath to put your shoes so your shoes aren't like touching all of your clothes and it keeps you from overpacking crucial i've gone into this weird habit of stuffing all of my dirty clothes into like the small corner of my luggage (laughs) but with bays they have 
like dirty laundry bags that come with all of your luggage. So you can just like easily organize your things in your eat. Like the beginning of the trip is organized and the end of the trip, which is really nice. You can wash the bags too. So literally just like throw the whole thing in the wash. Yeah. So if you guys want to check them out right now, base is offering listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash advice. Go to basetravel.com slash advice for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash advice. Thanks, space. Okay, so today's episode came to um, the other day. We we're watching Orange is the New Black and someone had a hickey. And I was looking at the TV and I was like, Alex, remember when hickeys were like cool? Like somebody <laughs> who had a hickey, you like pretend to like try and hide it. But like you like no. wanted people to see it. It was such a cool thing growing up. And now it's very much frowned upon. If you have a hickey like oh in the God. workplace. I would be caught dead with a hickey. Right. You're out and about or you, you need to go like see family. Like it's just it's not like a braggable <laughs> uh, bruise on your neck anymore. No. <laughs> and Alex is like, dude, this is a good idea for an episode. What if we just talked about things that used to be cool that aren't cool now or weren't cool when we were younger that are cool now? And we come came up with a lot and there's actually way more than I thought. And they really are that black and white. Yep. So we just kind of have a list. We'll go through, give our opinions, and then probably have a million story times in between. While we're on the topic of hickeys, I have like a very significant like hickey story when I got my first hickey or I think maybe I gave the hickey. Whoa, you dirty whore. I know. It was crazy. Um, It was my high school boyfriend and we were, I used to, he lived right like right across the street from the high school. So I used to go to his house right after school and we'd hang out there and then we'd like go to mine for dinner or whatever. Like we'd hop back and forth right right after school. I, we went to his house after school and we were fooling around and I gave him a hickey and his mom, like later that night, his mom drove both of us to my house for dinner. And <laughs> the whole time we like in the back seat, we're like, we know your mom saw it. Like your mom had to have seen the hickey, but he's like trying to cover it up. He's like trying to hide it. And we get to my house and we go inside and uh, his mom is like, um, Alex, can I talk to your mom real quick? Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, sure. So me and uh my boyfriend go inside and i was like hey Saida wants to go talk wants to talk to you um can you go outside real quick she's like yeah sure so she goes outside and they're talking and me and my boyfriend are like literally looking out the kitchen window like staring them down i'm surprised you weren't trying to like rub it off (laughs) just cover it up yeah and they come in and i think like I think my mom or no, no, no. My mom just comes back in and I think she like late, like she doesn't say anything to me, but like later that night she had brought it up after my boyfriend had left. Maybe I like, I don't know. I was never grounded, but like maybe they had like some kind of talk with me. I don't really remember, but I like later find out that they were talking about it and they were totally laughing about it. They were, yeah, they were totally like, they didn't care. They were totally like, it was probably just one of those Remember the first time we got our first hickey. They were having this conversation. Yes. They were totally like mom bonding about their kids giving each other hickeys. But I remember thinking like, fuck, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Like I don't have the hickey, but he has the hickey. So they know that like I do dirty shit. Like, <laughs> dirty shit right in quotes but like at that age that was yes i was sucking was someone's cra- neck can we talk about how Gross. weird hickeys are it, in like, general you just wait there it's like are you done like it's not sexy it's not don't suck my neck i'm okay with like neck kissing like neck yeah. I, I actually that's like one of my favorite places to be touched sexually but it, the fact that you have to stay there long enough for a hickey to occur right. is i'm gonna then what am i doing in the meantime i'm going to tiktok just like sitting like, here 
Uh, this is great. <laughs> it takes too long. This is it's just so, it's just not worth it. It's not it. Don't give hickeys. As an adult, okay, imagine, <laughs> imagine hooking up with a guy and then you have to go to work the next day yes. and you have a hickey on your neck. That's what I'm saying. Well, I have a story of how to get rid of hickeys. So if this does happen to you, I guess this might help. My parents used to go out of town all the time in the weekends. They'd always go camping. Monica and I'd be at home and that weekend... I was just out with, I think I was out with Carly, one of our friends, just stayed at her house the whole time. And we went one night, we met up with our older boyfriends and we, older, that was, that's on the (laughs) list too. We'll get to that later. Um, our older boyfriends and one of them, their grandparents were out of town and he was house sitting Mm. that house. So we went to that house and we all did ecstasy. Okay. And, uh, I woke up with a gnarly fucking hickey on my neck. Which, on ecstasy, I guess that makes sense that someone would be okay with, like, yeah. sitting there receiving a hickey. And I'm like, fuck. Like, my parents were coming home that day. I The thing with me, like, getting in trouble for that, it was more just, like, I'm so embarrassed. Right. Like, you were saying, like, I don't think I'd ever get grounded for that. I would no. definitely be, like, hit on the back of the head. Like, this is not, this doesn't look good. This is not a good look. Yeah. And I just, I would, didn't want to be, like, embarrassed. So, I'm Googling like ways to, uh, what's it called? Get rid of it. And the first thing that comes up is a cold spoon, which I'm sure all of you have heard before. That didn't work. This hickey was like purple, you guys. You got to sit there with a cold spoon for probably like hours. And, like, and it's not cold it frozen. Exactly. Yeah. So I kept researching and I found that if you get the cap of like a chapstick, a cap that is just like nothing like else. Like a lipstick no lid, tube. That works too. And you twist on top of the bruise. It's going to hurt. It's going to make it more red. You're going to think it's not working. But the suction of that twist over and over again brings the blood moving. It keeps the blood moving. So it breaks up the bruise and then it goes away and it completely went away. But it was the scariest thing ever. It was like, it was like time was ticking. Like I knew my parents were going to be home in like an hour and I <laughs> Did they see it? it? No. no. It fully went it, away. It went away? Yeah. Whoa. So it works. If you ever accidentally get a hickey, try a lipstick cap or a chapstick cap something small circle with no edges or anything and get rid of it get get right rid of it so maybe let's bring hickeys back (laughs) no shot i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make him trendy give tanner a hickey no he's gonna love it yeah no he'll flaunt that shit (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) okay let's go a little more wholesome let's talk about reading reading growing up no one wanted to no one wanted to do it no one wanted to do it yeah it was it was always homework based it was always for research it was always for a book report nobody really sat and like dove into a book generally speaking and I feel like I need to say this preface now a lot of these that we're saying we're just going off like basic stereotypes right of course there's still young people who like that love reading but generally like in movies and shit you know like the the nerds books he's like nose deep in a book and someone's like stop reading you nerd and like knocks out of his hand like generally it wasn't i'll put it in quotes cool right to be a bookworm and i think for the most part like at least for me because it was an assignment like reading a book i it was only seen as homework for me and i yes. didn't want to like pick up a different book to get into when like i'm already reading a book for a class me too right it I I talked about this, I think, on a vlog recently. Like, I'm starting to like reading again, and it is taking a lot of breaking that, like, brainwave that associates reading with uh, a chore. Yeah. It was it's it such was a, a chore. It was an assignment, something yeah. that we needed needed to just like check off of a list. And if you didn't, you wouldn't get the points. You get in trouble. Like there was like cause yep. and effect there. And now I'm like, no, you can read at your own pace. You could read one page yeah. if you want, and you don't. You don't you have can, to take a quiz on it. You don't even have to finish the book. 
Like you really don't have to. Whoa. It's, de- it, it is like a, it's a mind switch. Completely. And now it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to read. It's, it's cool to get into a book and join unwind. book clubs. Yes. And like discuss these topics of books and like find these communi- community, like on our Patreon, we have a thread for, um, it's, it's like a book club. Right. And talking to people, like the way that you read Verity and like we discussed it afterwards. For fun. For fun. And like you were calling me, you're like, Alex, what the fuck is this book? Like, this is crazy. And like the way that we related over an alternate universe that doesn't actually exist, but like we can read about it and still relate to it. Like, it's fascinating. It is. It's so cool. And I feel as we get older, we actually turn to nonfiction and those self-help books and mommy and me books and like yep psychology books you turn to books for just personal research yeah that's so cool knowledge knowledge is power reading is cool now who would have thought it really does like change your life one page at a time <laughs> look i'm gonna write a book one day and i'm gonna read it and i'm gonna life i'm gonna read it for fun and then some <laughs> kid is gonna read it no i'm gonna give you a quiz on my book <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do like survey monkey like, <laughs> one of the <laughs> You have, to write a, you have to write a short essay about my book. Oh my God. You should, in your book, you should have like critical thinking questions. Like one, Sick. like three questions. Like, like, oh my God. Uh, do like a separate workbook for the book. Okay. Like maybe the back of the book can be a work. I think some books have that. Some, yeah. Or uh, like, um, what, uh, what's her face? Glennon Doyle. Mm. Is that her name? Yeah. She just, she did a full separate workbook that oh, she publishes wow. that, that was like do at the same time. I think, Sick. um, codependency, codependent no more by Melody something really good book. Uh, she also has like a separate workbook. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Get on it. While we're on that same note, I think being intellectual in general, I wrote down, it was cool when we were young to act like we didn't care about things. Um, grades consequences it was cool to be like the class clown and to be like the one who didn't listen to your teacher completely like ignoring authority Mm -hmm. that was like you were the rebel you were the cool kid but now that's like get your shit together don't be a fucking dick don't be a dick yeah and care about things imagine walking into work with that same mindset Mm -hmm. as a as a middle school and a high schooler like i don't give a fuck about this place then leave nobody wants you here no one wants you here try to live life that way but in school kids did that because they wouldn't it would take a little bit more to get kicked out they're just crying for attention yeah so sad every time i think of like those kids i'm like they they just didn't have it at home like they just needed attention but on a lighter note yeah they're fucking assholes (laughs) and it, it wasn't cool to like know the answer to every question and raise your hand every time like yeah raising look your at you. hand I was so I was I sat in the front of every class and I loved I, raising my hand raising my hand but it was like oh sh- Alex knows everything it it definitely took like a different step mentally to be like fuck it I, I'm, I'm raising my hand for yeah. this or asking questions is another one too yeah. that was like growing up adults told you it was okay but your, your classmates were like it shows you care shut up shut up but now Why do it's you care like, yeah you want to ask questions. That's how you get through life. Like, yeah. That's, that's you, questions now are just like every day of school. Learning more in general about different things and like having that intellect and being interested and that curiosity about life and mm-hmm. other people. It's what moves you forward. If Whereas, you didn't have it, you'd, you would have been, you'd, you're a stuck adult. Yep. We talked about it in the love episode. Like it's a standard of mine that I'm having these conversations yeah. with adults for me to even connect with them. 
But and growing up, that was not a standard for my boyfriends. No. No way. And there's still people, and like I think that's why it's become a standard is because there's still men that we've like dated that don't have that intellect and that curiosity. And we're like, wait, you're stuck. And it's like, we do see it as immaturity. And they're stuck back in high school. This is all clicking for me right now. Yeah. Like it's, it is all a reflection of that. I feel like this one kind of goes along with the class clown. Okay, we'll start with growing up. Growing up, the class clown was like... It made all the kids happy. Like it was like a funny. It was a relief. Of, yes. It was a break in like whatever was happening. And it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like watching the class clown do their thing was entertaining. Now it's it's obnoxious. Yep. Like, kind of like walking into work being a dick. Like there's there's a time and place. I Generally speaking, I could be obnoxious myself. But like I, the people who give their waiters too much shit. And like try to like do that asshole banter too much or like do things they think are just like funny, lighthearted, but they're adults. It's peacocking. Yeah. It's like, what are you trying to prove? Like who, who are you trying to impress? Yes. Now when people do it as adults, we're like, dude, stop. Like it's disrespectful. Yeah. It's fully disrespectful now. Absolutely. So now I get why our teachers were so annoyed with the class clowns because it's fucking disrespectful. Yes. It all makes sense now. Like, do you remember watching the class clown in action? And it they would be like standing up at one point, yes. like throwing sa- shit, saying something to the teacher. They'd be like, say one more thing. Like I'm sending you to the principal's office. And they'd be like, and that like you watch them like put on their backpack and like it, i like i and can't it, put it in words but i can physically remember that yeah. that like anxiety you'd get watching them get in trouble and like you hit the nail on the head it's it's entertainment like the thrill of watching someone else get in trouble mm-hmm. for like doing stupid shit and you're just sitting back like knowing that like i'm not gonna do anything to like change it like there's yeah. there's just kids just like acting out right now but it's like it's pure entertainment and yep. that's what they fed off of was mm-hmm. like i'm making people laugh yeah i'm entertaining people right now i am everybody's favorite right now <sighs> that's it that's totally it yep and now like when you said oh i'm just gonna sit back because there's nothing i'm gonna do about it as an adult you don't do that right generally like if something's happening in public you're like hold on you either like break it up or if you were being an asshole to the waiter i'd be like out like i would call you up like, right. stop but growing up if you did that you're going to get in trouble too now. Now the teacher's yep. going to be like, you want to say something? You're going to like, yes. it's just trying to tell him his backpack was open. Like you can't, you can't do that growing up. But as an adult, it's, you expect people to, to speak up, speak up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like getting in trouble in trouble in general was just like, it was brag worthy. It was, it was cool. It was cool. Like you, you didn't care. You didn't care. It was, if it didn't change the trajectory of your life, it was something, if it was something light like that, like, you cheated on a test and you got detention. Like, I got away with it. Nobody looked at you at, like, what that dumbass. Right. Like it, it was like, whoa, like, don't cool. fuck with them. Yep. Like, they're don't cool. fuck with them. I, I remember when I came back from school after being suspended for being arrested. People were like, dude, like, what happened? Badass. They, they were like, and I was... I did not take it. I did not glow. I remember being like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, it didn't feel good. Yeah. But... The kids that did feed off that, that's why they kept doing it. Because you would get that validation from your peers being like, dude, that was fucking crazy. Also, like, talking about all this stuff now, obviously, like we said it in the beginning of this episode, we went to high school 10 years ago. So let us know if, like, the the culture of this has changed any. Like, probably. Hoping it does. Hoping it did change. Let us know if it's, like, different. If you guys are still in high school or still in middle school or wherever you are. Even college, like, is the... 
is the culture there as far as like being the cool kid and like being the badass is that different I'd imagine generally are like especially Gen Z like they they are so good at holding people accountable, accountable. Right. so I'm assuming it's different so maybe this is more of a nostalgic episode let us know yeah a big one that was so cool growing up you want to do it all the time teeping oh and egging people like fuck that's all you want to do you had a sleepover you begged your older sister older brother or your parent to take you i wanted to do teepeeing i never like i always thought egging was like a different level of disrespect because it like it like someone egged my nova and it hardened and it fucked up the paint yeah i've done both I've like pooped in a bag, put it on a doorstep. Did you do that to me? You know, someone did that to me in high school. We've talked about this. I promise it was not me. I would tell you now if it was me. Uh, I'll tell you who I did it to after. But uh, I did that. I did like frosted flakes on the lawn. Whoa. Full teeping. Uh, I threw like water, like throw, like smash a watermelon down on the ground. So it's just like egging. It explodes. I did did a lot of that stuff growing up. Like I did a lot of it. Like Leanna. And I have been teeping with Leanna multiple times alone. I don't know. That was just kind of like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And like it, it lets out like a certain level of like aggression. It, that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I, I always wanted to teepee. I liked the thrill of it. Like running, teeping, it, harmless for the most part. Annoying to clean up. Annoying now, to clean up. As an adult, if I put hard earned money in a house. Right. And my shit got teepeed. I'd be so mad. Pissed. I'd be so mad. Like I almost don't think I'll let my kids <laughs> do it. No. Cause it's so fucked up. Like someone's got to clean it up. Yep. And, and it's usually, part. it's usually like the parent of the kid or the kid. If the parents are like, no, you fuck. These you are your friends. Yep. Yeah. I'd hope the kids have to. I'd have never thought about that when I did it. So I never broke a bone growing up. What are you doing? I can. Oh, so I, I've never broken a bone growing up. And I always thought <laughs> you We have to like we have to cut that. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> That's crazy. Sorry, go on. I don't know. I always thought it was really cool when someone broke a bone and everyone got to sign their cast. Yes. The first day that they would show up with the cast and you walk in and you come with a Sharpie. It's tucked in. It's tucked in. You come with a Sharpie and you're like, hey, you want to sign my cast? And then like by the end of the three months or whatever, it's just like full with everyone signing it. And there's like a dick drawn on it and just like a little bird and like people are saying hags. Yep. So cool. It was cool. And now (laughs) that's the last thing you want. But let me tell you, if I get a cast as an adult, I'm having everyone sign it. 100%. (laughs) But like now you're like, fuck, I have a cocktail party to go to. Right. I can't have a cast. It's so much more of an inconvenience to have. That's a good word. Yeah. It's like, like even the other day, so Kristen dropped a wine bottle on her foot. Oh my God. (laughs) No, it hurts. And you had to stop your workout because your foot was hurting. Yeah. It still hurts. It's like this ankle. I, I can't sit on it too long. Like, whoa, I'm no, I need to. You should go get a cast. I was thinking I need to do physical therapy. Yeah, that could be it. Just like get it moving correctly because something's clicking. But yeah, doesn't click no, before. I think I fully like broke the top of my foot. See, and it was so annoying. It was so annoying. I was hobbling around for weeks. Right. Like we don't have like a parent to like come bring us shit. Like you still have to take care of yourself when you're an adult with like a broken bone. Yep. And like driving. Ugh, so difficult. And healing is so much harder as you get older. Yeah. Especially when you don't take care of it. (laughs) Right. I'm like still running two miles on it. I'm like, I don't know. It's not healing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So now it's like you generally have it longer and you have to pay for it. 
Yeah. It's a big one too. Whoa. I wonder how much it costs to like get a cast. I'm sure insurance would cover it. Right. I'd hope, but not like physical therapy or anything. If you were get to get a cast, what color would you get? Because you know how you like get to pick your. I'd probably do black. Really? Yeah. So you'd have to like you'd I'd force get the silver to, sharpie. I was going to say. Yeah. No, that's the coolest one. Come on. Be real. <laughs> it's cool. But then you would look like a Raiders fan. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd probably get, I'd probably get like that really light grass green. I liked, I always liked the hot pink when people got the hot oh, pink. Yeah. So Didn't cool. Brie have a pink cast? I think so. She broke her elbow. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I don't care that you broke your elbow. So the first one on this list that we came up with when we thought about the episode, aside from hickeys, was matching outfits and just matching in general or buying the same thing as your friend. This one might apply more to the female demographic. Right. At least that's all we could speak on. I don't know if boys were doing this too, but growing up, if you pulled up to school wearing the same shit as somebody or if you came to school and someone's like, I like your shirt, would you get it? Oh, I got it from Hollister. And you went and bought it knowing that like you only knew about it from that friend. You were a copycat. Copycat. And it wasn't. Be original. It wasn't cool. Yeah. And that w- person would be mad at you. Yeah. That was a thing. Like anger came out of it. I don't know. She's fucking copying me. She just wants to be me. She, she wants to be me. That was really Ugh. what bitches thought. That's crazy. That people wanted to be you because they liked your shirt. But now, now any opportunity that we, that we can match, <laughs> we do it. We literally like, we want to match any chance we get. Yes. Thanksgiving, what are you wearing? We should be on the same vibe. And like, yep. even just like going out on a normal night, we make sure we're on the same exactly. vibe. If it's like, even if it's different silhouettes or whatever, we make sure that like, if you're being a little edgier, like, okay, I'll bring my edgy side out too. Like, yes. why? Like, what's switched we just like well, we grew up is a normal is a short sure. answer but like i i mean so we we're just saying that growing up like that one girl would be like she wants to be me which is totally a Ego. self-esteem issue yeah and now that we're growing up you naturally your self-esteem repairs a little bit yeah i think we just have higher self-esteem than we did as kids and we're not ego driven at this age no it's not we don't care it's like not about popularity who's doing it no the best. we're yeah. not at work, we're not thinking like, ooh, I'm the coolest one in this room. <laughs> Some people are. Some people think like that. Some people are. <laughs> but yeah, matching. It's it's fun. Now, like, if I, like, we were talking about puffers earlier. I was like, oh, I'll just send her the link. Like, yeah, we send each other this, the link to get the same thing. I, like, want you to match me. Exactly. <laughs> it's so cool now. And even, like, couples match all the time. Like, that's a big thing. And yep. when, when I went to Disneyland with Kaya, we were like, wait, should we match? Like, full-blown adults. And we want we want to buy the same thing yeah so now it's cool and it wasn't growing up and we don't care about what other people think as much right it's it's not not about it's not that surface level shit doesn't mean shit it's like normal to have similar styles to your friends now right whereas growing up it was like that's my thing yeah holster polos are my thing you know like it was (laughs) lace under the polo mine my thing oh nobody else could do it it's so messed up Recently, I've been kind of like craving Jaeger bombs, and every time, <laughs> every time we go out and like I bring it up, like, "Hey, should we do Jaeger bombs?" Everyone's like, "Are you fucking in high school?" <laughs> You're like, "No, I was just kidding." No, yeah, I don't even want that. No, story. I don't even want that. What's Jaeger? No, I don't. Yeah, no Jaeger bombs for me. Um, but it. Like it is a thing when you're in high school, you get the cheapest alcohol, Malibu. Yep. Cheapest, most disgusting alcohol. And like, that's what you party off of. So now when you're adult and like we can afford regular tequila. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like we can. It's not in a plastic bottle anymore. It's not in a plastic bottle. We get, you get frowned upon for wanting to have something that like is nostalgic. nostalgic. (laughs) 
because now we can't handle the hangover the next day that that right. cheap shit gives you. God, yeah. And the way certain alcohol brands are a part of this topic. Yeah. Literal brands like Malibu, back to Malibu. I'm sure 90% of the people listening that are over 21 just cringed from us saying Malibu. It's just, you. we all tried it because it was sweet and it, it, it's, it's easy to drink because it doesn't have that sting like a vodka, yep. whiskey, tequila, rum has. And it, you just, you had too much of it and you probably had a bad night off it. That's how I am with Sailor Jerry's. You too. Uh, yep. So Sailor Jerry, I have this one memory. Were we still in high school or was it the summer after high school? Me, it, you, and Kelly were in the back of someone's car. I'm pretty sure it was right after high school. Yeah, it had to have been that summer. Uh, we were in the back of a car and we were passing around Sailor Jerry and then uh, was it Dr. Pepper? Yep. And we were just like swigging both of them. And I remember thinking like, yeah. wow, this is the coolest I'll ever be. Yes. No, I was like, <laughs> I made it. Like, this is what adults do. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> oh my God. We knew nothing. Nothing. Now and it, now imagine sitting here on the couch, getting ready to go out, passing back and forth. <laughs> yeah, or, um, Sailor Jerry and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I feel like the, the difference now, the only difference now with that scenario is it's tequila and we use shot glasses. That's right. the only difference. Yeah. Like we rarely swig from bottles now, but that's what you did growing up. Yeah. You fucking shot glass. Nobody cared. No. Or like I'll swig from a bottle like at a club if you like buy your own bottle. Right. I'll do that. But like you don't really do that anymore. No, like pre-gaming if someone yeah. or like at a party and you see a guy swigging like, out of the bottle. I'm like, what's going on? Like so he's in a dark place. Yeah. That's what I think now or when like, I see it. Dude, that's, that's a communal bottle. Put right. it down. That too. But now it, it, it just, it signifies, at least in my head, I'll speak for myself here. When I see that, I'm like, I, that, I don't see it as like a party gesture. I see it as like, they're trying to mask their emotions. Because <laughs> yeah. in movies, like the like drunk dad, like right. grabs the open bottle. Like, I like he it wants like, to drown his feelings in that bo- uh, like yeah. alcohol bottle tonight. <laughs> so sad. That's really sad. It's exactly how I associate it. But yeah, growing up, we weren't, that's not why we were doing it. Right. We were doing it because we didn't have the money to get shot glasses. <laughs> I, I don't even think I knew what one was. And we didn't want paraphernalia. Right. We don't want we proof. Just, no. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, mid-episode check-in. This is have, has me feeling like pretty, I don't know if it's the caffeine. Probably. But I'm pretty like sparked up right now. It's for sure the caffeine. Yeah. I mean, there's no alcohol. <laughs> right. But I was talking about placebo effect. Wouldn't that only work if you thought there was alcohol in it though? Like, you know, there's not alcohol. Yeah, but I could be tricking my mind because of the taste. Oh, that's powerful. If I was doing that, I wouldn't be able to fall for it because I could read no alcohol. But if you gave it to me and that it didn't say no alcohol, I would probably start thinking I was like buzzed. Yeah, that's weird. I should we should try that with somebody on the alcohol. note. let's talk about how like it used to be cool when someone older would buy alcohol for you. Yeah. And now it's a little like suspect. I would never yeah. buy alcohol for like even my little cousin who's in high school. Yeah. She's at the age where like her friends are probably drinking at parties. Mm-hmm. I would never be the one to like tar- partake in it. I don't I I think I would think too hard about it now. I'd be like, God forbid something happens because exactly. they're drunk. I like my credit card is on that receipt. Like yeah. I'm the one that supplied the shit that made them do something stupid. Exactly. That's how I look at it now. Another thing about older people when you're young we we're saying it earlier dating older people when you're young that's a whole other fucking issue but we're gonna keep it surface level for this episode it was cool it was, yeah it was cool to be dating either like the senior guy or even out of high someone school. out of high school it was cool that like they picked you up in a car and like had the money to do things because they like 
were working entry level jobs and like right. it was so cool for you but it is so it's so cool. bad and it's crazy how you don't see how bad it is when you're at that age because you're the younger one yeah i mean it's literally like demi lovato's song 29 yeah she's like for you it was a fetish for me it was like the coolest thing in the fucking world whoa it's so it's disgusting Ugh. moving on um, so I never blacked out in high school, but I remember like my first hangover. I remember thinking, God, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and of course you always say that you always say I'm never drinking alcohol again, never again, but you always do it the following weekend. But as an adult, you, they, there really comes a day when your hangovers hit and they are so bad and you know you just like you went over a cusp you just like hit a time in your life when hangovers are worse than the night before it's so true i growing up i heard a lot of adults say that to us yep. like one day one day when you're it's gonna hurt and I am not exaggerating. We are not exaggerating. It really is one day. It's not like, ooh, it's starting to creep up. No, like you can drink on a Saturday and have your normal like young hangover that you could bounce back. And then that Sunday, it will just randomly hit you. It's the same way some people just randomly get allergies. I yeah. swear it's like a snap. Yeah. One day you're just like, oh my God, my hangovers are never the same. Yeah. I, I remember mine, you were out of town, but it was at Auckland mm. and I was, I couldn't get out of bed bed whoa I was and so you're never hungover. like that and I'm never like that I've always been so good at it and since that day my hangovers are pretty bad now whoa and like my, I get anxiety now which I never used to get at all and it's just it's getting worse every day it gets worse every hangover is worse than the one before and yeah back to the blackout thing I I have actually I'm so you said you didn't blackout growing up no that's when I blacked out oh. I blacked out growing up so in some weird way I'm not condoning this but I am kind of like grateful that I like, learned my yeah. blackout level at such a young age. But I also have a lot of like shitty stories along with that too. And a lot of shame and things I don't remember because of it. Right. So blacking out then was kind of this cool thing. Like you, oh, you were so fucked up that you blacked out. Like you, you know how to party. Right. You had a successful night out because yes. you blacked out. And now. Now it's like. Anxiety. You're, you you might have said something you didn't want to say. It's It's dangerous now. Honestly, it's like yeah. way more dangerous than just like blacking out at a house party. You're generally going to like if you're bar hopping, you're majority around strangers. And like that's terrifying to black out in a stranger environment. Like it's just not. It's not cool. It's, it's not, not cool fun anymore. anymore. It's not like a token anymore. No, it's the thing that we try and avoid going out and partying. Yes. We like fully eat before yep. like big ass meals. They even now have like supplements and drinks you could take to like metabolize your alcohol better. So you don't do that. You do everything you can to avoid it. You stop drinking now. Like you can be, Oh no, I, I, I gotta uh, be up tomorrow. Like I can't. Yep. And you like cut yourself off. Whereas growing up when I was drinking, you just keep going. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like I, what did I have the next day? A cheer game. Even if I did, I was fine with being hungover because I could bounce, you could bounce back. Yep. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just like drinking growing up was about the night. Now I have to think about drinking as like a three day thing. Even Absolutely. if I'm just drinking one night, it's going to take three days to recover. Yep. Like I have to really consider my, my week. Yep. <laughs> it sounds so no, now I'm just thinking like, is this just, is this just one of those things where like our body is just growing old? Yes. Absolutely. Like we're, we're shutting down. Yeah. Fuck. That's it. Yeah. The <laughs> second, I hate that like phrase. Our bodies are shutting down right now. Completely. The second you're born, your body starts shutting down. Like <laughs> think about it. You, the second you're born, you're getting old. Ugh. I've never looked at it like that. It's scary. Not, like, it. <laughs> but the, but you do things like. 
we're drinking in kombucha like you're, yeah like we you're having a tea rather than caffeine there's things we're still doing to like take care of our bodies we're not like gonna die there's hella caffeine in this but it's tea it's not coffee oh. and it's like arguably better for you like we're dying but like slowly yeah just be- <laughs> i didn't make it better no i'm scared <laughs> on the note of dying slowly something that wasn't <laughs> cool growing up generally was being alone and being independent like you were a loner if you weren't out with people always having plans always doing something fun and now it's the best thing in the fucking world oh my god if i could be alone for the rest of my life exactly like now you you need to recharge and i feel like the biggest thing that young adults go through is that switch of independence after a big breakup that's like oh, such a yeah. big thing now and you want to earn it back you want to take back your independence and be okay with being alone and that's such that's such a big pattern that so many different people go through uh, no matter what and it's an achievement now it's something like you <laughs> you work on yeah like you want it you strive for it i have one memory in high school um I was walking around the halls by myself during it. Maybe I had like an open period and I was just like walking around or maybe it was lunchtime. I don't know. And this girl who was in a grade older than me, she like passed by me and she kind of stopped and she looked at me and she was like, I always see you walking by around by yourself. And that's kind of cool. And I was like, I remember thinking, I didn't hear the last part. I just remember only taking away that she saw me walking around by myself. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, everyone thinks I'm a loner. Like Mm. now that's all people see is like, Alex is just the one who walks around by herself and I'm by myself and like, I feel it, but now I know everyone sees it. Right. And it was so discouraging and like, it wasn't cool to be the loner and like by yourself, but that one older student like saw that it was like, she saw it as independence and I didn't see it as independence then. That's dope. Do you remember who it was? Do you remember their name? I remember her face. I don't remember her. Like if I saw a yearbook, I could point her out. We need to get, I need to have my mom send in the yearbooks. Yeah. We need that so bad. Do it. Um, But I've always held on to that because like I said, I didn't see it as independence then, but after my first breakup when I really started to like find out who I was and like seeing who I was as a person I started even just like learning about what independence meant Mm -hmm. at that age and I always held on to her comment like how she saw me as like being able to like walk around by myself and I remember thinking like huh like I got through that where I didn't think it was independence like now I could actually be independent and feel confident with it yep it was a really cool moment it's a good point I was actually talking to my mom about this the other day. There was one year of school where my brother got out of school. He went to the high school across the street from our middle school. And he got out of high school like 15 minutes after our classes ended. And he wouldn't wait for me. He, he would literally just like leave. And there but there were a couple times where like I would be standing at the street corner waiting for my mom to come pick me up. And I'd see Vince drive by going home. And I'm like, why wouldn't he just take me home with him? And it's because... It's not cool to be seen with your siblings, especially your little sibling who's still in her PE uniform. Right. Stinky. Stinky PE uniform. And like my brother drives like a cool car in high school and he's like, he leaves, he leaves high school and he's like the cool kid. He's going home. Right. You're not going to stop and pick up your little sister from the middle school. That's not cool. And like, (laughs) remember you would, well, older siblings, they'd want to go do something and your parents would be like, take your sister with you. Yep. Like that wasn't cool. Yeah. My, I think that might be, and you like, you could probably speak on this a lot more because you and Monica are the, uh, both females. Mm -hmm. 
Vince was never like, my parents didn't want me to hang out with Vince and his guy friends. Right. That's true. Very <laughs> alarming. It's, it's, yeah, right. For sure. But I always like, first of all, all my brother's friends were so hot. Sexy. They're, I could vouch for that too. They were all <laughs> very good looking. So cute. <laughs> so I was always like, are you going to have Cody over after school? <laughs> it's like, there's like an eight year age. No, yeah, for sure. But he was so funny. No, he was cute. so cute. Five years. So like my middle school years, he was like a, he was in high school. He was yeah. like a senior. That was like, like, oh man, you're so Cute. that was a man to you like yeah that was like the epitome of like what you wanted in a husband right and that's all you knew it was just <laughs> like that but it, like it would be so cool for like oh yeah my brother and all of his friends are over like that's so cool it's my older brother it's a flex but if <laughs> my brother was like oh yeah my sister and all, my little sister and all of her friends are over they'd be like yeah let's go somewhere that's else <laughs> we're not going to your house that's weird yeah i feel like maybe with sisters it's a little different i think of carly and Paige yeah our our two friends or yeah two friends but they're only two years apart so they don't have that big of a gap i feel like when the gap's smaller it's a little more i'll put right. in quotes acceptable growing you're up. like you're you might have the same friends right and like your friend groups even though they're two years apart they're generally going through the same things yes. as each other in high school yeah like i i could confidently say Paige was just as much of my friend as carly was right and like we could all hang out monica and i didn't have that though like i'd say like uh middle school high school and beyond up until like later like adult years we didn't we didn't have a relationship we didn't talk like we weren't we weren't cool <laughs> but growing up like elementary years it was always like take your sister with you if monica was like walking to 7-eleven to get a slurpee take your sister with you or if she's gonna go hang out with the neighbors next door take your sister with you because they had a younger sibling that i can hang out with so that was definitely a big thing it wasn't cool though it was always like fine because because she got told to or because Vince got told to whatever right but now oh my god I can't my brother's coming for Thanksgiving I can't wait exactly it's it's so valuable to have a relationship with your siblings like on some deep shit they're the only one that actually understands your childhood the way you do yep they they were there they felt it too they subconscious and conscious they were they were there the whole time and now being close with them and having a relationship with them at least for me and is is why I'm here today. If I didn't have the moments and the growth with my sister by my side as a young adult up until this point, like I, I think I'd be a different person. It's so, it's so cool now. Yeah. And people have said that to Monica and I, like, it's so cool how like you guys are close. But like, if you would have asked me even no 12 years ago, it would have been like, no even way. your best friend in going like throughout middle school and high school, I would only see Monica. She was like your edgy older sister who was like never home. Yep. And like, I would never see her. And I always thought she like didn't like me. She probably didn't. She didn't <laughs> like me either. Like right. she didn't like anybody. Right. She was that like edgy. My sister was that like uh, early 2000s movie, like shut up, mom like she slams her door like she was cat from um 10 things i hate about you i haven't seen it i think it's cat yeah she was the older sister who was like the outlaw yep the outlaw <laughs> was a perfect way to put it yeah me and vince started getting close actually when he moved out and moved to la for a little bit of school um we started texting mm -hmm. and like i remember that we, yeah we started messaging each other on myspace like hey what are you doing and i remember when i put <laughs> You know how I used to put like 
pictures of your friends on your MySpace profile. Yeah. I remember when he moved out and like we were texting and like messaging on MySpace. I remember thinking like, oh, now Vincent's one of my friends. So I put a picture of him on my profile. Like someone you miss. Yeah. Like a picture of him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It's true though. Monica and I didn't get close till I moved out. Yeah. It takes moving out, I think. I think, yeah, because that in itself, like you start to grow up and you start to become like your own person outside of your family unit. Yeah. And you're like, that's when you start to relate to this person on a different level that's not so family based. And you're like, okay, I, I like actually fuck with you because like we went through the same things and like we have the same, like grew up in the same town, like all the bases that you would have with a friend and you relate on like a biological level. Right. So like, yes. of course we're going to be friends. Yep. You're not forced to live the same life anymore. Right. Cute. You're just like two people that like kind of look alike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think me and Vince look alike though. Oh yeah, you do. Yes, you do. I really don't see your, it. Your whole family, you guys all, <laughs> like there's no, I would never second guess if you were related. You all look so much alike. I look like my mom, but I don't see it with Vince. Identical. Every, like all you guys could be quadruplets. You guys all look so alike to me. Even your parents, like they have things that look alike about them. Right. You just guys, one big happy family. People used to think Phil was actually my dad, my stepdad. People, I could see it. People like, oh, you just look like, just like your dad. I'm like, it's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like white guy. Yeah, he's just white guy. White guy with like big eyes. Yeah. And like, I have big eyes. So I guess we're related. They're brown too. You guys have yeah. similar mannerisms too, but that's just like culture I working into play. I, I, I mean, he raised me like right. or nurture, sorry, nurture versus nature. Um, I, I know I have a lot of mannerisms and I talk like him a lot and we yeah. have like very similar attitudes and it's simply because I was around him all the time. Yeah. This is a more of a lighthearted one, but remember losing a tooth was really cool. Yeah. Because the fucking tooth fairy was going to show up. But like you, if you have lost <laughs> it's not as cool. No. You like crackhead. Exactly. <laughs> it was like you've gotten like a bad bar fight or you're a crackhead or like just you don't look how you wait you uh, i have a story about this wait tell me i'm gonna what i actually have a story i have a lot of funny stories about teeth shit because i went through hell and back with my teeth um if you don't know my front four teeth are all veneers they're all fake um i was born without one incisor which i think that yeah i think it's the tooth next to your big tooth and next to your cane like in between your big tooth and your canine I was born without an incisor and then one of my incisors was like mini and like little baby tooth. Shark tooth. It was a little shark tooth. Kristen still has it. I got it pulled. Um, Born without those. So what they had to do was like spread my my teeth farther apart and make room for the veneers to like be implanted. Right. So I went, I think it was like two or three weeks right before prom. Prom was the deadline. Like my dentist like sat me down and was like, I'm going to get you your new teeth for prom. Don't you worry. You're going to look so good. You're going to look great. (laughs) I went like two or three weeks with big ass gaps next to my two (laughs) red teeth walking around school. I had a boyfriend, so I wasn't like, I wasn't, I had like the normal level of embarrassment, obviously for like walking around with no teeth. (laughs) That one has with the teeth. (laughs) Right. But I was also like, I'm about to show up here with real, like a fantastic man-made smile. (laughs) Man-made. lab made smile yes. that like I didn't I wasn't that embarrassed but um a couple years before that like I said I've gone through like so much shit with my teeth I had like two levels of braces a couple years before that sophomore year I had like freshly started dating a guy who was older than me so I like 
I already had to be cool. Yeah. But at one point I had, and I didn't tell anyone about this. I had like temporary caps on my teeth and they were super, um, like fragile. And my dentist was even like, you got to be super careful with these. And I was, I had a like deli sandwich for lunch and I, it was like crisp sourdough. Mm. And I fucking chipped one of my temporary teeth. It was my, I think it was my front tooth, like my full front tooth. And it was like, it had fully like popped off. So it was like one of the little daggers underneath, I'm assuming. Yeah. So like what they do when you're like prepping you for veneers is they grind all your teeth down to basically. Like posts. Posts. Ooh, what a trip. So it was, I think it was, yeah, it was my right front tooth. And I was eating my sandwich and I put it down. And I remember like swallowing something a little hard and I'm like, I put my tongue up on my tooth to feel it. And I remember oh. thinking, holy fuck. And I was supposed to, okay. So yeah, I started dating this guy and I was supposed to go into, go to his house after school. <laughs> and like, you can't just like, it's not like, oh, I messed up my makeup, refix it. Like, what no, do you do? You can't fix this. I, so what I did was I felt my tooth and I, I think I left at lunch and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I cracked my tooth. Like we have to go to the dentist right now. So we went to the dentist and like he, he like filled it with like fake filler or whatever to like, you could still see the crack, but it just like looked like the shape of a normal tooth. Gotcha. Um, and I told Miles, I was like, I can't come over. I'm sorry. Like I got, I had something came up. Yeah. Whatever. But I think I went like a few days with that like filler before they were able to like order a new cap and put the new cap in. Oh my God. I'm telling you like, shit storms have like emerged from my teeth yeah no you're you're very i probably because of that story is why you're so sensitive now to messing up your teeth yeah like you're always scared you're gonna do something but like you've never done anything to these i think these are just so much stronger yeah they're i mean they're They're real veneers uh porcelain they're wood i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what they are i i want to actually i went to the dentist recently and she was telling me that she like kind of like said it under her breath. She was like, oh, yeah, these are good caps. And I was like, oh, they're good. Because I, I didn't know. I was like a fucking teenager when I got right. them. Like, you just never know. You didn't do your research. Right. Um, and she was like, yeah, these are actually like really well done. Like, you don't seem like you're having because uh, when you get older, they can separate from your gums. She's like, yeah, she was like you don't have much separation, which is nice for having these for so long. That's so, good. yeah, it's good to know. Um, that they're good quality. Yeah, I'll probably get them redone at some point. But when you do. You better stay inside. No, it's not good. <laughs> but if you did it as a child, that shit's so cool. No, yeah. Like, like Ollie and Sarah, my niece and nephew, when they lose teeth, they think it's the coolest thing. And they yeah. like, they smile all big and they take pictures and they like, it's so funky and like crazy to like. Cause you're becoming an adult. You're grown. It's like a, it's like a signifier that you're growing up. Right. But it's like it's fun to be wacky as a kid yeah at least for me too. like I, I would love like freaking people out and like sighing, smiling at them when I like had all my teeth missing yeah when I was uh I think I was like 11 I no 11 teeth were pulled I don't know how old I was but I was probably like 10 I got 11 teeth pulled with no numbing because I had so much crowding in my mouth and it's I still thought it was illegal. cool I saw, oh no for sure <laughs> that dental office was so bad so bad um but I thought it was cool like I remember being like like yeah it's flexing the smile but now i'd be like covering it so it's not cool anymore i feel like another thing something that was not cool as a kid that is so cool now is taking pictures Mm. i i i feel like once i hit middle school pictures got cool because i like had my own camera and like camera phones came out so like we were capable of controlling the photo but before that when your parents 
get together for take a, a picture. picture. I still get annoyed when like yes, I'm like I don't we're wanna. doing something and like we're having a conversation and someone walks up and they're like, okay, get together for a photo. <clears throat> it's not natural at that point. Like yes, but. I, it's still cool to have the memory. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like as a kid, it was annoying and you didn't, you're like, why? Right. Literally, why? You don't see the value in it as no. a kid. But now, now we I'm, do. Now after we have like a fun night out, we're like, damn, we didn't take any pictures, dude. Right. And it's like sad, which just remind me, we should get a disposable for Thanksgiving. Just put it on the table so people yeah. grab it. So we have pictures of the night. See, this is exactly it. Like you we value it as an adult, but it just wasn't cool as a kid. Mm-mm. Um, Another one that is like a big difference now as an adult is when we're little and uh, we're playing on the playground and a boy's being like mean and snarky to you. Teasing you. Teasing you. We automatically think it's because they like us. Because we're told like, that. Yeah. We're told it's because they have a crush on us yeah. and they like us and it's cute. But now if a guy comes to me at a bar and pushes me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a brawl. Yeah, it's a we're bar fight. fighting. Yeah, no, I'm like swinging. I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. Right. No, but seriously, if a guy is like, we're at a bar and he's chopping it up and he's being like snarky and a dick and like trying to be a dick in a cute way, it's not hitting. Yep. Like I see right through it. Yep. You're yeah, using, you're right. As a kid, it was yeah. like, it was fun. I remember uh, third grade, Daniel Dubois. Mm. Uh, he was t- a little little shit little shit he's a pro skater now so kind of hot um <laughs> he was chasing me on the playground and i was like uh, yeah no oh my god he chose stop. me right no i felt yeah on top of the world yeah on top and he was cute like yeah. he was the cute kid like oh my god it was the best thing ever but now if someone chased me i'd be scared <laughs> <laughs> terrified be terrified i remember oh my god yeah no, this- so <laughs> <scared>. <laughs> it's crazy i would call the cops <laughs> i would shank I would get a shank out. Um, I remember in fifth grade, I got pantsed by oh, a kid yeah. and um, it was in front of everyone. And he, his mom had to call my mom and like apologize. And he had to like, he had to tell me I'm sorry. And I remember his mom told my mom like a, a story about how when she was in, in school, someone had like unhooked her bra. Oh my, ew. Yeah. And um, she was like, but it's it's these boys like they just they're just flirting. And I remember thinking like he pantsed me in the middle of the schoolyard because he liked me and like embarrassed me because he liked me. Hold on. This isn't adding up. It's so backwards. I think millennial parents because they are probably the youngest parents right now generally. Um, I think they're stopping that narrative that boys are mean to you because they like you and right. you know, accepting things because quote boys will be boys. I think we're really starting to break that. But our parents that grew up in the seventies, eighties, that was the it narrative, was, and that's what they were told, right? And that that was how it was growing up. Weirdly enough, but looking back, I mean, there's been I've had so many of these moments during this episode where I'm like, oh yeah, like, what was that? What was okay when we, we do you were remember kids? middle school and I think a little bit into like freshman year. Uh, Friday was slap ass Friday. Yeah. And like guys would just like smack your ass. Oh my God. I forgot about that. And it, it, but it was really hard. Like it wasn't yeah. just like a love tap. No. Like people would like run up and you would get wham. like you. Yeah. You'd have a handprints on your ass. Slap, slap ass Friday was a ass thing. Friday. It was such a thing. So imagine now that's weird. That at what, a if, bar. what if that's how we celebrated Fridays? So? <laughs> Instead of TGI Friday, it's slap ass Friday. We're walking around a bar and like 
hold on, it's Friday. We got to be on extra alert because <laughs> someone's going to touch these, my butt. These, <laughs> these men are just out here slapping ass. <laughs> Happy Friday. Bye. Yeah, no, that's unacceptable. Okay, let's let's end. This is our last one. We're going to end on a very sweet one. Saying I love you generally, at least for me, growing up, like wasn't cool. Like when your parents dropped you off, I love you. You're like, you don't want to say it back. Like you don't want to be like seen saying it back or like showing that affection. And it was mushy. Like I feel like that was the big word around any affection. Oh, it, it was too mushy. mushy. Too mushy. Too sensitive. Right. And now saying I love you is key. Mm-hmm. Now it's. Alex and I will one of us will go run an errand we still say love you because as adults you think a little deeper anything can happen while they're out that could be the last word you ever say to them and it it means so much more but yeah just like why wasn't it cool growing up this one's a a little different for me because I like growing up leaving the house and like hanging up the phone our family we say I love you at the end of every conversation at the end like going to bed good night I love you like it is so, it was so, such a habit growing up and like so accustomed to it that like in public, I was never afraid to say I love you to my parents. Yeah. But I did relate to it on um, like saying I love you to my high school boyfriend oh. was always so like, like we're doing this in public. Oh, I loved it. Uh-oh. But like when I first fell in love, I was like, I wanted to really? say it all the time. Yeah. He would say it like dropping me off at class. Like he, you know, oh. how, like your boyfriend would like walk, walk you to class, class. That's and like, get, yeah, like That's he, he'd like, like <laughs> he'd like give me a hug and say like, okay, have a good, have a nice class. I love you. And I'm like walking in and like, do you like, I'll see you in 45 <laughs> minutes. Right. Relax. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. that. That's definitely a little weird. Yeah. So it, I had like that ick feeling, but like now if I had a boyfriend, tell me you love me. Oh, right. When you drop me off. <laughs> Literally every work. second of the day. <laughs> yes. Right. It comes in waves. I, I didn't say I love you to my parents slash my family till I was about like 18 it was when I moved out like we were saying with the sibling shit once once I moved out like I feel like so much changed mentally with like my relationship with my family so I guess maybe this one applies to situations like that it just it wasn't a thing growing up and it wasn't cool and it was like cringy Mm. but yeah now I value it so much and I say it all the time I I text it to so many people I say it to people that aren't that I'm not even like hella close with like yeah. I'll still like you share love and it's yes. it's like that different like I'm not saying you're the love of my life but right. like I appreciate you I appreciate it's like a you. form of saying I appreciate you there's love there like what I say to like str- not strangers but like more of like acquaintance that I care about I'll say love you yeah I won't hit them with the eye right it's, it's different. different it's different it's so different I use love you I I L Y yep or I'll say like love you L U H U like love you cute stuff like that but yeah I love you is serious. No, yeah, like we're dating. We're, you have a crush on me. <laughs> At the bare minimum, I don't. <laughs> if you're saying you love right. see, right? There's so many different avenues. Wait, that'd be a cute episode for Valentine's Day if we talked about like the different forms of saying I love you, what they mean, when it's acceptable, when love that, like how to say it, when to say it. We should do that. I mean, we have a few months, so we'll sit on that topic. Hopefully, for a we bit. have boyfriends by then. Yeah, I. We're talking about this with a class reunion. Like, are we going to pull up with boyfriends? If I have a boyfriend and I like him, he's coming with me. (laughs) Yeah. He just has to be cool. Right. That's what I mean by if I like him. Yeah. I would hate to like bring like a lump on the log guy to like a reunion. Right. I don't know. I might purposely hold out being single until then so that you could hook up with someone. 
(laughs) (laughs) We'll cross that bridge when we get there. (sighs) I hope you guys like this episode. Something a little more lighthearted. Nostalgic. Nostalgic, for sure. I really do want to know if this is something you relate to. Which ones do you relate to? Which ones are totally the opposite for you? What ones did we miss? I know there's so many we missed. And I also want to know if it's still a thing in like the school environment. Right. I I kind of don't think it's as shit changed do you guys still tp yes tping still thing is a slap ass friday prank calling we didn't talk about prank calling still cool Uh, yeah still cool always cool i still prank call people (laughs) we prank called our friend bomber what is that like a year ago yep and like oh my god did we ever tell it like what happened no oh my god well i'll say it really quick okay um we pretty much played that we were like some girl he's met at a bar before like you don't remember you gave me your number like let's kick it tonight would have given his number to a random person at a bar big player big player vibes and he was like oh shit yeah like i think i remember you she's like yeah i'm saying she like she's a full other person <laughs> we, literally us uh we were like saying to come over and he was like yeah for sure i'm gonna finish up here and then like i'll pull up and we were like fuck we have to end the bit like he's right. about to pull up and get or he's gonna ask for the address and like on the phone he had game that like we had, we never, had never seen, seen before <laughs> as his friends we were like wait a minute he's like about to pull right <laughs> like why am i blushing <laughs> but yeah it was it was fun it we was have, fun we have a lot of prank call stories prank call your friends I, I love it i think I star six seven anybody oh yeah it's just fun who cares? It's fun. What was the one that you could call? Phone gangster. Yep. Yep. It was a website. You probably have to pay for it now, but um, it used to be free and you would plug in your phone number. You'd do the number you're calling from and you write the number you want to actually show up. So you could call, prank call someone and have it show up as like 911. Right. As if 911 <laughs> calls you. Or like I could call Alex's boyfriend off my phone but have it come up as her number and he's gonna think it's her right like, you could fuck you could with fuck people. people up with this shit you can break <laughs> friendships apart with that shit it's terrible it was so bad but it's so fun it was so fun and call your friends call just your friends. do it it's worth it it's so fun for the memes and takes take pictures and videos of it back to the picture one like how it wasn't cool i feel like some people still kind of feel that way like yeah. get annoyed when people are like taking pictures and documenting everything i I, do i'll admit it i get there's a time and place for that but maybe because it's part of my job i'm also like i'm okay with it but i'm also like i have some of the best videos from the best nights that everybody ends up wanting because i was that person totally it's just and time and place and it's this time and place and like the people uh, speaking for me like when i get annoyed it's in the moment i'm like oh yeah and then we get together and like of course i'm happy we took the photo yep it's like it's just the the seconds before where i'm like what you're doing yeah Yeah. and that's just like my brain when i lose focus to something it's gone Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh for patreon let's go like all directions are there any that we missed um any that you guys can relate to do you guys have any teeth breaking stories or TP stories or like sibling stories stories of any of the ones that we said right that hickeys like, i want to know it. some hickey stories oh my god yeah hickey stories have you been caught with a hickey mm-hmm. uh stories of anything nostalgic let's just yeah. get nostalgic for friday's episode for Love patreon that. well we'll leave you guys there um if you're listening to this the week of thanksgiving Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you have an amazing holiday. Be safe, whatever you end up doing. If you're going out for college night, Wednesday night, fuck it up. 
Yeah. Fuck it up. Make out with that guy from your high school that you have been thinking about for the past 10 years. Please do it and then (laughs) tell us about it next Monday. I can't wait. Um, But yeah, have fun if you're with your family. If even if you're alone, enjoy the holiday. Holidays, I know, can be very stressful and heavy for several walks of life and I understand and I'm here with you and it's okay to have those boundaries and not want to go sit with family and have the talks that you don't want to fucking have it's okay to to escape it's okay it's it's totally normal to feel that way so we're here for you listen to some episodes and we're thankful for you yes oh my god so thankful for you I'm thankful for you I'm thankful for you oh thankful for you I'm thankful for Link I'm thankful for my health I'm thankful for this podcast this podcast I'm thankful for this apartment that we could do the podcast in the city. <sighs> I'm so thankful. I really am. Our education. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm thankful for the air in my fucking lungs. My if job. We, if we didn't have air in our lungs, could you imagine? No. Exactly. I'd be KO'd. KO'd. I'd be heck sleepy. Okay, guys, we got to go. Kristen has to get a facial. Oh yeah. Fuck. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Love you. Bye. Bye.